you're hungry because you're listening to 3M6, your podcast guide to all the eats in the 316. I said that very announcer Yeah. But that's all right. Well, I'm thank excited. you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Hey, everyone. Hey. Welcome. Welcome, welcome. This is the first episode of 3M6. Um, you can hear the theme music bumping in your headphones still. A little clap, clap, clap. Um, I'm your host, one of your hosts, David, alongside your other host, Andrew. You may know us from the Wichita podcast. But we are here in the hashtag collective basement uh, to tell you a little bit about our podcast that we've started, 3M6. Yeah. Um, this podcast slash content platform is pretty exciting stuff. We hope. <laughs> we hope you like it. Um, <laughs> this podcast is going to be dedicated to interviewing uh, restaurant owners and founders of local places here in town in Wichita, or really in the 316. It doesn't necessarily have to be. Wichita, I suppose. It's just the area code 316. If they got a 620 number, I don't know. Maybe we won't call them. Uh, but they got to have that 316. Man, 620. Yeah, Pardon yeah, my yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Hot start. This is uncensored. I had to. Joe had Rogan. To pay, <laughs> had, to, had to pay homage to Evan. Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, this is our new podcast. It's going to be a lot of fun. We also have. Um, a new content platform that's going to host other things like blogs, videos, things like that. So go check out 3m6.com. Um, you can type in three, like the number, yum6.com, or you can type in t-h-r-e-e-y-u-m-s-i-x.com. We own both domains. Boom. Go check out 3m6.com. Also, go check out the wichitapodcast.com. And go check out our stuff. We're ready for you guys. Uh, first episode is right now. As you probably can see on your screen, we are talking about Freddy's Frozen Custard. Um, we interviewed Scott Redler from Freddy's. And uh, we're about to play that interview for you here in a second. I do want to let you know this is March 16th, 2022. Tomorrow is St. Patrick's Day, March 17th, 2022. And Freddy's is got some uh, mint oreo stuff going on for st patrick's day so go down to freddy's check out their mint oreo custard it's so good yeah i'm excited to chat with scott yeah it's gonna be great um so here's the interview enjoy all right well here we are we are sitting at freddy's headquarters and we are with scott redler how are you sir i'm doing wonderful great to hear so thank you so much for sitting down with us and talking today we got Oh, about 55 questions for you today. Eh, maybe not that many. I didn't study. You didn't study? No, it's going to be a tough one. Yeah, i got some tough ones on here. Uh, <laughs> questions about other restaurants you have nothing to do with. I love that. Yeah. So, um, why don't you give us a little background about you? Um, you know, are you from Wichita and uh, what you were doing before Freddy's? Well, you know, now I've lived in Wichita longer than anywhere else in the country. Okay. Um, St. Louis, born and raised, and uh, started in restaurants when I was 15 years old. I thought I wanted to be a lawyer or an accountant at that time, and the passion hit. And it's an amazing feeling when you kind of know what you want to do. And uh, so from 15 on, I've done everything from full service, fine dining, five star, business and institutional, and every level of dining in St. Louis, Kansas City, Minneapolis, DC twice, and, and have just had a blast. I like it. I am a lawyer and somewhat of an accountant, so, you know. I could have, you could have been me. Well, that was a dig. I was trying to do a dig. <laughs> oh, well, then there you go. There yeah. you go. Well, you, uh, you dug well. Thank you. You want to talk about a little about the background on Freddie? Where was he born, growing up, things like yeah, that? Yeah, sure. Freddie, Freddie was born, it's actually his birthday today. We, even though he passed away, we celebrate his birthday. We have frozen custard and cake in our, for everyone in, on the team. And uh, we'll celebrate that, of course. And we've celebrated when he was alive. We used to do, um, 
a Koner dish at the age of his birthday. We were trying to get to 100, we didn't quite make it, mm, right. but he had a wonderful life and a wonderful human being. And um, Freddie was born in Colwich, and uh, or grew up in Colwich, and um, was in the war, of course, and, and was injured in the war and has medals for that. Um, he also uh, played, went to Wichita State University before it was called Wichita State University and played basketball there. Right. And that's kind of a neat, neat background component. So hometown uh, Wichita individual, and uh, we were honored to name the restaurant from him. And, you know, for him. And it was kind of a fun thing because he grew up in the era where things were done the right way. And today we have a term for that. It's called the Freddy's way. You're going to hear me say that a lot. Perfect. And, and the Freddy's way is just doing things the right way. So you look at Freddy's age and when he grew up, you didn't think about doing things any way other than just doing it the way you should do it. And, and families were a big part of everything. And, and Freddie worked at the same company his whole career, uh, a distribution company. And, you know, you look at that today and kids are, you know, they go to work somewhere and they work three years and then two years and one. It's just a different world. So it was just, it was an old fashioned, um, just doing things the right way. And we use that attitude at Freddie's. We use that towards everything that we do, whether it's our food. In, in 19, almost 20 years, it'll be our 20 year anniversary this year. Um, we have never made a decision to lower the quality or portion of any food item. And I don't know many restaurant companies that you can say that. True. We also focus on culture and hospitality and sanitation, building restaurants the right way. We don't build them cheap. So everything we do, we do it the Freddy's way, which is just do it the right way, the way you should do it and follow up on that. And it works great. I like that. You know, I take it for granted. I mean, I've always loved Freddy's for the uh, almost 20 years I've been going. Now, you, you may not have, no, have heard this on one of our podcasts over on the Wichita podcast, but um, it used to be the Freddy's right over here, which is our Freddy's because we both went to Independent, uh, was an Atomic Burrito. I remember that. And I was livid when Atomic Burrito left and this place called Freddy's was coming in. Are you forgiving me now? Or? I, I've forgiven you now, yes. So you uh, want to hear my funny story on Atomic Burrito? Of course. When they open, so I'm, I'm a restaurant guy. I mean, that's yeah. all I've ever done. So they're, they're opening up, they have a line out the door. It's right. crazy. And I'm sitting there going, well, I want to try this new restaurant, right? So um, I look in there and they have a call-in number. So I grab the call-in number, I step out of line and step to the side <laughs> and I place my order. And five minutes later, I walked up and got my order. And you should have seen the dirty looks that I got from everybody in line. That's amazing. Yeah. It's so funny. You got, you got to think a little differently sometimes. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, we were, I was, I think we both lamented about this Freddy's place coming in. And then Freddy's very quickly became uh, at least my favorite restaurant. I mean, my dog's named Freddy after Freddy's. So um, it's, I love it. Yeah. And uh, I was the, I was this store once again, right over here on Rock Road, uh, the MVP <clears throat> was that 2015 when you guys ran that MVP campaign. Oh, yes. I was that MVP. Perfect. Um, I'm also wearing... You have Freddy socks Freddy on. I love socks. it. That's right. Yes. Um, that's right. Jill sent, this, <clears throat> sent these to me, and I was like, I got to wear them. Are you wearing yours? No. I have mm. my snow boots on. That's fair. That's yeah, fair. Um, so, yeah, Freddy's has been a huge part of my life. And so um, what I was going to say is I've always taken it for granted um, walking in there because it is such a clean, great atmosphere. And you're right. The portion sizes <clears throat> have never shrunk even though my appetite has gone bigger so i just add more patties it works yeah it works i'm i'm known now for getting at least five patties sometimes because i mean why not we used to have a contest where someone had a a six cheeseburger okay with a uh chili cheese fries and a large shake and if you got that you actually won a t-shirt we did that in tulsa for a while dang i would have crushed 
And then I, you know, also uh, when I was in Florida, and this would have been 2016 or 17, probably, maybe 16. Um, a buddy of mine who was from like Delaware had never even heard of Freddy's. And we looked on the map where we were in Florida, and um, we were like an hour out of the way to go to this Freddy's. And I said, let's go, we gotta go. And we went all the way there, and the first thing out of his uh, mouth after taking a bite was, how is this not a thing? And I'm like, buddy, it's yeah. becoming a thing. But my point to that is, is the Freddy's looked like I could have been in Wichita. Yeah. I could have been here. It was just, it was exactly the same. And we talked about on a White Castle episode we did over on the Wichita podcast, how that was kind of White Castle's thing, right? Is keeping everything very standardized that you could get the same thing everywhere. And that's what Freddy's excels at, I think. You know, we've had uh, kids from Wichita that have chosen their college location based on the fact that there is a Freddy's or is not a Freddy's. You know, in college, there's times you're stressed out. Sure. What do you do when you're stressed out? Go get a number one with the turtle Sunday. Absolutely. And, and you're home again. Absolutely. For just that half hour window. And that comfort is just a wonderful thing to have. Yeah. We got a Freddy's in Stillwater my senior year and I ate there <clears throat> yeah. way too many times. When I lived in Phoenix, yes. Phoenix Metro, yes. when uh, Freddy's opened up down there, that was exactly the purpose that served for me. It was, I get about 30, 45 minutes feeling like a kid again in Wichita. It mattered a lot. I mean, my daughter that went to school in Philadelphia um, we haven't waited one outside of Philadelphia about 40 minutes, and I've she would go one. there. Yeah, in Brumel, Pennsylvania. Uh, yeah, I think i We have like four near there. But um, the um, but then anytime we would pick her up, it would be pick her up at the airport, go to the Freddy's on Ridge Road. She couldn't wait to get to East Wichita. We had to go to Ridge <laughs> so she could get everything and then uh, complain that her sister was eating her French fries. Of course. Yeah. So. Yeah, that was mm. the um, nearest to me Freddy's was in the Philadelphia area when mm. I was in Syracuse. So. I definitely went down there at least once, probably twice. That, that Ridge Road one, my my dad was all about that when Freddie's first spun up because he worked out west and, and we lived out east. He'd always say, oh, I got Freddie's for lunch. He'd got it like multiple times a week. And my mom and myself couldn't figure out like, what, what is this place? Why are you <laughs> why are you constantly eating there? Because it's good. And then we had the one out east. You know what? I mean, it, it's, it's interesting as we've, as our concept has grown and, you know, when we built the first one, we never really intended to build a second. Yeah. Um, but when you live in Wichita, Kansas, and it's 18 minutes to get somewhere, it, it, you, know, you know, for somebody who's lived in big city, you know, that's a big right. deal, right? Right. So when Rock Road became available, we, we did that, of course. But, you know, everything cooked to order. When you, we know we should have a certain number of burgers and fries in a week in custard. But when you have it, you want it to be right. If you're going to be bad, it better be this good, right? It better be when you take a bite of a burger, steam comes out. Fries are hot and fresh, mm. and, and that's... That's a system that we have. There's a strategic reason we do that. And because it's the right thing to do. And custard, you know, when you're eating custard, just leave me alone and I'm just gonna go into a different place. Absolutely. Right? And that, that actually leads me to my next question is, why why did you guys choose steak burgers and mm. frozen custard as at the beginning? You know, it was interesting with, you know, Randy um, was president of uh, the Panera Group that owned all the Paneras in, in uh, Kansas and Bill and I had Timberline Steakhouse back then. Ah, I remember Timberline. <clears throat> and, uh, oh, man. Yeah, and, uh, which was great. And uh, we both missed, I grew up in St. Louis, so I grew up on a concept that did steak burgers and frozen custard. Um, and Bill and Randy, Lake of the Ozarks, and so we had similar backgrounds and we both craved that food. So we kind of did it, um, it's almost it's like a hobby almost it's like we want this food so you know what we're both running great restaurants and successful let's open it up absolutely and uh and it's amazing the path that we've had and it's we understand it. it's a one in ten million thing it's very humbling to do what we've done and 
you know, we're, we're coming up on a year from our sale um, and we all still own part of the new company, but it, it's, it's just an amazing thing. But I still, if I'm out of town for four days in a market that doesn't have Freddy's, when I come back, I crave Freddy's. Yeah, absolutely. It's, I agree that you cannot find that anywhere else. And uh, Andrew knows that I used to eat it twice every Friday in college because I would eat it for lunch and then I would just be thinking about it all day and still tasting it all day. I was like, I just got to get it again. Well, you know, we, we had a, a major supplier in one time with John Simon, who's our VP of purchasing. And uh, we met with them for lunch, went to Freddy's. They had not been to Freddy's. They were in a market that didn't have it. And all of a sudden in the afternoon after our meeting, we were scheduled to go out for the big steak dinner, right? Like you do when people come in from out of town. Right. And uh, they're like whispering to each other. Go, what is it? Just hey, do you guys care if we go back to Freddy's for dinner? And we did. <laughs> yes. And we did. I mean, it was just a wonderful thing. And we were great with that, by the way. Yeah. No issue with us. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> what did you see in the early years in terms of reception from the Wichita community? Yeah, Wichita is an amazing community. We, we moved here in 1990. Betsy and I moved here in 1990. Uh, pregnant with first kid, Katie, that you know. Yep. And... Um, we thought we're not gonna, the smallest town we've ever lived in, we're not gonna live here more than two years. But Wichita is a very special place. And um, the story that I've heard over the years, which I absolutely believe is that when someone is coming to Wichita and they don't know about it, yelling and screaming, I don't wanna move to Wichita, Kansas. And then once they're here, yelling and screaming even louder that they don't wanna leave. And, that sounds and, about right. And we feel that way. We'll always have a home here and our kids are not here. Um, but we, we love the town. So the, entrepreneurship spirit when you look at Wichita State and uh, the School of Entrepreneurship and other other things that have started here and people that have grown here Wichita understands risk they understand reward um, and they've experienced it with so many concepts over the years and we're able to take advantage of that with Freddy's we had trial at the beginning our you know we learned a lot at the beginning uh, we opened the first one out west and I've developed helped develop 19 different concepts over the years and I had never done drive-through. So it scared me a little. And so when we opened up Freddy's, I put my car backwards in the drive-through lane with a sign on the back that said drive-through opens tomorrow. I did that for a week. It's just like the free beer tomorrow thing, right? Right. And because we weren't ready. And But the reception has been wonderful. You know, um, the main thing is that we keep the main thing the main thing. We, we cook our, we haven't changed it. We When you order a burger, that's when the patty hits the grill. And when you take a bite of a burger, it's fun to sit in a, a Freddy's and watch someone, and you watch the steam come out of a mm -hmm. burger and the smile on their face. I mean, that's what we're all about. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, we're definitely getting Freddy's tonight, yeah. I can tell you that. Oh, I... And the other side of it is fries, right? Oh, yeah. We are, um, we'd rather have a burger waiting for fries to expedite or going through drive through What's the first thing someone does when you get your bag from Freddy's and you're still in the, you haven't even pulled away, what do you grab for? Fries. Fries, and same thing, people go up to pick up their tray at Freddy's, and they grab a fry before they even pick up their tray. We know that, and, and we want them fresh, hot, out of the fryer, seasoned correctly, and because you know we all should only have so many fries, but when you want them, you want them right. Have you thought about the idea of just adding a little cup of fries that somebody can pull out, stick on their as they're driving away, and stick in their <clears throat> cup holder? That's interesting. Or maybe we should just start handing a few fries to yeah, everybody as we're giving <laughs> them their change. As we're giving them the change. Thank right? you for ordering. Here you go. Here's a fry. Here's your credit card receipt and twelve fries. You got a person out, out taking orders and drive through. Just, Love it. Just fries. I agree though. It's 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 um, that's always the first thing I grab. And uh, my my wife's a little upset that um, we were coming at this time of day because it's not close enough to dinner time. I said I'll go back and get your Freddy's tonight. Mm -hmm. So. 
She's pregnant also, so she's... Oh, we love that. Craveable. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Custard. You yeah. should buy a four-pack of custard and bring it home, put it in the freezer. You'll be a hero. That's not a bad idea. Yeah. That's not a, always, uh, yeah. always be selling, right? Or whatever it is. So we do. <laughs> um, so obviously, you saw Freddy's be a success early on. You mentioned you guys never really thought about that you were going to expand. Um, but how, I guess, and you may have already answered this, but how did it begin to grow? Well, so we, we opened the second one. And uh, I'm involved in Kansas Restaurant Hospitality Association. And uh, someone else who was on the board with me kept going, I want to do a Freddy's, I want to do a Freddy's. And somebody else who was a pizza franchisee, large pizza franchisee, kept going, same thing. So our first Freddy's that we licensed, not even franchise, it's a little bit different, um, was in Hutchinson, Kansas. Right. And, and Ron, Ron now has a lot of Freddy's and is doing wonderfully in, in I think, four different markets right now. And he's grown as has a second person has you know mid 20 number of freddies and it's fun to watch that grow but you know as a franchisor our job is to make your decision to buy a franchise and to be awarded a territory and have options to build we've got to be the best return on your capital because if you can make more capital doing something else you're going to do it and right now we have um people that want to get in that want to buy existing territories and nobody's for sale and uh, it is just an amazing position to be in. We make good long-term decisions. I mean, we're, we're, we're not trying to short-term, whether it's the table that you have in Freddy's at solid surface, not laminate. We know that 15 years later or 16, however old Plazio is or Rock Road, the tables are the same ones we started with sure. because we spent the right money. We do things the right way. We do things the Freddy's way, whether it pertains to food, hospitality, taking care of our guests, facility, everything we do, you just take a deep breath and you go, okay, is this the Freddy's way? And that's how you make that decision. So I'm going to start doing the Freddy's way in my everyday life, even if it has nothing to do with the steak burgers. There you go. I like that. Real, I mean, genuinely. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, at home, I do the Betsy way. That's my wife's name. Oh, okay, right. So <laughs> I would recommend that, by the way, but okay, I'll especially do the, with a pregnant wife. The Emily way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> pregnant wife with a 15-month running around. So, oh, boy. Yeah, it's... Um, Always the Emily way. Hi, Emily. If, if she listens. It's a running joke on our other podcast that she never listens to the episodes. Um, and it's sort of true. There's It's based, based in some truth. What a wonderful relationship. Yeah, Enjoy. yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, okay. We've talked about things like the Freddy's way. But I want to know what is or how has Freddy's changed over the years? And you might touch on how it's stayed the same. You know, well. Yeah. The good news with Freddy's over the years, we have made so few changes to the menu to the way we do things. You know, when we opened the first one, you know, Randy was doing wonderfully with Panera and Bill and I were doing great with Timberline. This was, a, we, we did it the way it should have been done without, it's not without regard to money, but we wanted it done the right way. We were gonna charge what we need to charge and give a great value to our guests. And we really haven't made it, you know, our beef is the same. In 19 years, we've never made a decision to lower quality or, or portion. And that's a big statement. And, you know, it's interesting and I'm, I'm one of my jobs I, I consider myself as protector of the brand and you know there's a reason we use Heinz ketchup there's a reason we use burgers that are 85 15 lean premium ground beef there's a reason um, our fries are the best you can get in the shortening we use in our fryers the oil is is wonderful and we're buying the best product because when you go in there it's the little things that make it a little better than everyone else but I can tell by the passion you two are both fredheads you enjoy that, you appreciate it. And for that reason, we've never changed. We've taken, um, we had a hot link on the menu at the beginning and that came off. 
We didn't sell that many. It was great. We actually had the Timberline also in our barbecue platter. Um, but really past that, we haven't done many changes. Mm. Uh, we've had a lettuce wrap, um, cheese curds. Uh, we added a patty melt. We ran a pat the patty melt as a limited time offer. And when we took it off, one of my neighbors came over and banged on my door. <laughs> and we said, you know, we did sell. Maybe, maybe this is worth adding. And it's amazing that the markets that it just sells so well at. Um, but really, it's, it's making guest-driven decisions. You know, one of the decisions that was guest-driven was um, ice. Mm. So we had ice, normal ice machines, but we knew that our guests wanted chewable ice. And a lot of people call it sonic ice. Yeah, um, here, I'm shaking my eyes on yeah. there. Perfect. There you go. And, and there's actually websites that tell you where you can get chewable ice. There's apps for that, right? Wow. How crazy huh. is that? Wow. So, so um, you know, we knew that. We had, we had uh, a bunch of restaurants open at the time, and we took our corporate restaurants and threw, not threw away, but gave back to the manufacturer two ice machines and put in two new ones that were chewable. And we know that's what the guests want. Chewable ice machines are more money. They cost more to repair and they don't last as long. Other than that, they're perfect. Right. And so, I mean, it's just a more expensive venture, but it is a guest-driven decision and people appreciate that. So it's all those little things that we do, in my opinion, a little bit better than our competition that drives you to go to Freddy's over and over and over. Did not know you guys had ketchup at all because I, I only use fry, fry sauce. sauce guy. Yeah. Now, are you regular or jalapeno? Um, I will do usually like 80-20 favoring regular. Ah, yeah, I'll do a few dips into the jalapeno, but most of it's regular. So here's a fun one. I've done um, some shows for different nonprofits and cooking other foods. We cook crab cakes for one group. And if you take Freddy's fry sauce and Freddy's jalapeno and mix them together, it is an incredible seafood sauce for crab cakes really? and things like that. Calamari. Wow. Um, yeah, it's great. And we have people with our Freddy's seasoning that buy it by the case and use it on everything. Sure. Yeah, yeah. sure. Yeah. I mean, after we got our little yeah little package, care package, it's been yeah. Nice. You've had it for like two days too. <laughs> I put on just about everything so far. Yeah. I'm not exaggerating. Um, speaking good. speaking of fry sauce, I asked you before um, about your daughter Katie if she yes. had a fry sauce fountain at her wedding. Yes, and and that that was so funny. So we're sitting here, and Katie goes, um, "Dad, the only thing I want at my wedding is a fry sauce fountain," and. That was the ninth thing she only wanted, by the way. Right, so right, let's of understand that. Um, so I'm sitting here, and uh, Betsy and Katie were in, were in New York wedding dress shopping, of course. Of course. And uh, I have the first fry sauce fountain at my house, and I'm working on the viscosity of the fry sauce so it'll flow correctly. Um, and I was talking to someone else that I work with, and I go, I'm debating whether to do a regular one and a jalapeno fry sauce fountain. And this person goes, who I'm very close with, goes, Scott, where's your wife? Uh, New York getting shoes and wedding dresses. She goes, she will spend more money on a pair of shoes by noon today than you would do by getting the second fry sauce fountain. So we had a regular and a jalapeno fry sauce fountain at my daughter's wedding. And uh, along with burgers and custard and fries at the end, of course. Of course. Um, it was in Kansas City and um, it was just an amazing fun time. And we've had two franchisees that have also, they borrow the fry sauce fountain. It's actually sitting oh wow 20 feet from us, one of them. I have a big event coming up. Not and really, but I, got, I could plan one. <laughs> you want to take make your wife happy? Fry, you just get the fry sauce fountain going. It, it's not In a chocolate fountain. We'll, we'll work it out. Okay, cool. And your your next daughter is getting married soon, too. Is she going to have two months. three uh, three fountains or just two? Uh, actually, she is just going to have um, 
we're going to do uh, Freddy's Slider Burgers. Okay. Um, so I had to modify a recipe for that. And then um, we're going to do uh, Tumbleweeds, which we obviously we don't have a liquor license. Sure. But one of the uh, uh, one of the best things that we've loved and done for nonprofits around Wichita uh, when they have a liquor license, because we don't, and uh, <laughs> um, is uh, a quart of custard, uh, half a cup of Kahlua, a fourth a cup of dark cream to cocoa. And you, so go to Freddy's, and these are to die for. It's an adult milkshake. Right. And made with custard, so you're, you're using the best of the best. Right. Um, frozen custard, and then mix the liquor in. If you buy one and it's hard packed in your freezer, make sure you microwave it for like 45 seconds before you put it in your blender. But dump a quart in, half a cup of Kahlua, fourth cup dark cream to cocoa. Everybody will think you walked on water. Wow. I like hey, this. That's a yeah. secret recipe, by the way. Can I air it? Yeah. <laughs> well, what I appreciate about that is like a lot of the tumbleweeds I've had in the past, they they pay attention to the, the liquor side and the quality of it. Sure. Custard slash ice cream, not so much. I agree with that. So getting a high quality custard, frozen custard, in your tumbleweed, that's going to go a long way. It makes a difference. And custard, so understand custard is 10% butterfat, 1.4% egg yolk. So you get that rich, creamy texture. Um, it is more dense. And if you take a cheap half gallon of ice cream and hold it up to a half gallon of custard, we're, we're double the weight almost because we don't whip in, there's a thing called overrun, which is air and custard uh, and ice cream. And we put a very little in and ice cream can have them over 100%. Jeez. I always correct people when they say I'm gonna go get some ice cream from Freddy's. I say- I'm glad you do that. I say frozen custard. I do too, yeah, by the way. Many people. Big. Yeah. Nuts. I mean, that was the big sticking point with my dad when the one out east first opened. Everyone called it ice cream. Yeah, and my dad would correct everybody. I do. And it, I would bother people, but he was right. He's and right. you know me, hey, I'm all about being right. I, 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 the Freddy's way. Yeah. Your dad is correct. Yeah. You should correct people. That's right. Yeah. It's steak burgers, it's custard. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. It's the Freddy's way. Yeah. It's yeah. the Freddy's way. Why, why do you guys have me? You already know the story. Um, that's <clears> fair. <laughs> I mean, we're, well, we're, we are learning a lot. Yeah. So yeah. Really fun yeah, absolutely. Um, we just wanted to see your handsome face and enjoy, yeah. you know, some water. Thank you. I, I do have a face made for radio. It's Continue. Right. Right. Well, I, just, I love hearing about the history. Of yeah. Things from from people who've been a part of it. People that were literally it. I mean, that was yeah. you. You were it. Yeah. We were. I mean, the first restaurant. It was. It was so fun. I mean, just some of the funny stories. It's like uh, Ben Simon, who's our senior VP of Ops, yeah. um, and Freddie's grandson, and we were in the second location was uh, Rock Road. And we were, um, they were working on the drop ceiling. We had our fire inspection the next morning and um, the guy putting in the ceiling, his time was over for the day. And we, we got a fire inspection in the morning. I went, that doesn't work. The guy's coming, we got to get our permits and stuff, right? And you know, sorry, got to go. Okay. <laughs> and I looked at Ben and I go, Ben, have you ever done a drop ceiling? <laughs> and he goes, well, no, I haven't. I go, you will not be able to say that tomorrow. <laughs> And Ben and I stayed and put the rest of the ceiling in. Wow. It's been, a bit, it's been a while since I've seen Ben, but I'm just laughing at Ben doing that years ago. Oh, yeah. we Ben and I had <laughs> Ben and I, we, had a, a spe, we have a special relationship, and we've had a, so much fun over the years with the new openings as the company was growing. He's such a just extremely sharp individual and um, uh, just a lot of fun. That actually leads to a question that I don't have on your little list over there, but I bet you know the answer. Who came up with the recipe for the burger? Um, well, we started that with um, uh, our meat company in Kansas City that did our Timberline Steakhouse, and we kind of talked to them about what we were thinking about doing, and they assisted with the blend. And then uh, the first burgers I actually cooked on a grill in Kansas City, and the second ones, the second round when I brought them back to Wichita, I, I worked on them at my house, and um, 
you know, it's not a commercial kitchen. So my wife made me redo the kitchen afterwards, which was fun. Very expensive uh, <laughs> test kitchen. Right. But we worked on those and then just doing it the right way and understanding what it would take to get the right caramelization, the right blend of meat to really get what we call, I mean, the perfect burger in our mind. Sure. I Toast can't replicate bun. it. Yep. I've tried to replicate it. I can't replicate it. I do my best. Actually, to be honest, I don't use steak when I do it. I don't, it's not a steak burger, but I do make a version of Freddy's. Yeah. It's not as good. I almost brought you one, but I had to work today. Yeah, so. premium beef is a, is a yeah. trick, and you have to have the right spatulas too. That does make a difference because sure. your the meat actually sticks to the grill and sears, so it gets caramelized. And mm -hmm. the definition of that really is: Do you want in the morning? Do you want bread or do you want toast? And you think about the flavor difference. Freddy's is toast. That caramelization adds so much flavor yeah. to the burger. Yeah, I never thought about it like that. But that's true. Um, now. Moving on, before COVID, obviously we're going to get into kind of how uh, COVID has affected Freddy's, but before, what was the landscape like for Freddy's? I mean, how many restaurants and areas are we talking? So I guess this would have been in 2019. Yeah, we were on a great path forward. We, uh, The year that COVID hit, we should have built 60, 60 restaurants, and we ended up building 31. Hmm. Supply chain started to be a pain. Um, so we were on an incredible path, but we are, you know, in business, you're either lucky or you're good. I mean, we can't all be economists, right? So, um, <laughs> right. my wife's an economist. Sorry, I played that. Um, <laughs> we talked about I, you before I, you got here. Oh, oh. <laughs> That's what you get for being late. My, uh, well, my, my old boss helped out Freddie's as an economist oh. years ago. And Who's your old boss? Sam Longhoffer. Oh, he still works with us. Really? Yeah, Stan right, is yeah. incredible. And, and. Zach, his son, worked with us yeah, for years, yeah, and right. um, I was at Stan's uh, recognition at Wichita State mm -hmm. um, a couple months ago. Yeah. I was his RA about a dozen years ago. Yeah, he, he yeah. so he helped us with real estate. He helped develop right. a logarithm that took the best Freddies and took the characteristics from those best Freddies and put them into a program so we could take a site and say, all right, what do we think this site's going to do? It was one of the tools in the toolbox. Nothing beats feet on the street, but it definitely helps eliminate the bad ones hopefully. Yeah, I mean that that inspired me to build similar stuff in other industries. I mean, Wonderful. He, he's had an impact. I remember that summer when he was going over there, trusting me to pull down a fort at WSU. <laughs> oh, he's, he's been great. I'm glad he's been helpful for you guys. Too. Yeah, he's wonderful. I don't know if we cut off with your answer. So if you, is there more to that? Uh, how many restaurants and oh, areas? So, yeah, so, you know, COVID, so in business, you're either lucky or you're good. Right. And, and wherever it falls on the pendulum, who cares, right? You're, you're going for success, you have goals and, and budgets and missions. And um, we're one that, because of the fact that we had drive-throughs, we were winning. And, and you know, the first few weeks of COVID, of course, everybody is shell-shocked and nobody knows what to do. But in that first three, three weeks, everyone didn't all of a sudden learn how to cook. So they still need to eat, right? Right, yeah. And so drive-throughs and delivery and carry-out all turned into a major components for us. Um, we took very conservative approaches with our restaurants and with how we uh, set them up for safety and um, and just made good decisions. I mean, we, we reanalyzed things like our drive-through and we studied it harder than we ever had before, put a team together here that included everyone from you know marketing and PR and operations and uh, purchasing, everyone in the same room. And we looked at how we did it. And said, all right, are we doing it the right way, the most efficient way? And we realized we had an extra 15 seconds to gain 
by changing one of the functions from the pickup window to the order window because wow. we had the extra time. <clears throat> well, 15 seconds in a drive-through at peak times today we have 430 restaurants. Um, you can start doing the math; it makes a big difference. Yeah, sure. So our team, our team, we have a team that is so passionate about our brand and passionate about doing things the Freddy's way, the right way, that they focused on this and we made it a better guest experience and it was good for sales. Our drive-throughs went from 42 to mid 70s. Wow. Overnight. And and some of the openings that we, we still did openings during COVID, a lot of people stopped. Um, we had one opening, I think we had, there's 127 cars in a drive-through and the uh, uh, police officers came in and go, um, hey, I went to the general manager, they go, um, you know, you're blocking the road. And the uh, general manager goes, well, sir, sir, uh, with all due respect, what would you suggest we do? And he goes, uh, he goes, I'll get back to you. Last we heard from, him. but anyway, probably got in line. Yeah, yeah, probably did. Um, but it's it's been fun. It's been, you know, we've had our challenges. We've um, nothing is easy. It's still not easy. We're not back. Equipment is taking uh, five times longer than it used to. Um, we've had food issues. We couldn't get our spec products at certain times on chicken. The chicken shortage. Uh, our beef suppliers kept us in beef. That was great. Uh, other restaurants ran out of beef, ground beef. Mm -hmm. It's amazing to even think about that. But we were at that point. We're well past that now. But it is important to understand that whatever we did, we wanted to do it the right way. The Freddy's way. The Freddy's way. You beat me to it. Sorry. Well, I was expecting you both to say that together. Uh, we were close. I'm, I'm actually somewhat disappointed. <laughs> we had, we're not rehearsed yet. All right. That's so. amazing, though, that you're able to maintain that quality. Well, I'm not you know, surprised, well, but I'm still amazed. You know, we have a brand, and we're a protector of the brand. You're a protector of your brand. We, when a guest goes to Freddy's, if we can't be at a certain standard, even because of supply chain, we just shouldn't serve it. So where are we headed in the future with Freddy's? You know, it, it's been amazing. So we're, we're coming up on a year that private equity purchased us, and, and Chris Dell's our CEO, president CEO. Um, we're in a great path. So, there, so all the different departments in our company are in a position that, Everybody is on a good path to move forward, take us to the next level and improve each of those, whether it's purchasing, uh, construction, we all have goals to make us better, to continue to make us the best option for franchisees. And our growth pattern, uh, our plan is to expand that. So, you know, we're trying to take us to 800 restaurants in a five-year window and one year's over. So we have four more. Mm. Um, and it's possible. Now we're being hindered by supply chain. When a walk-in cooler can take 10 months. Um, it's hard to build a restaurant that used to take you 100 days to build. Mm. So we're doing things to combat that, to, to try and, and work around it a little bit, but uh, uh, there's only so many of those you can do, but we're gonna keep trying to do it the best we can. Um, our franchisees want to grow as fast as they can, and um, we're here to help them. My question for you is, is Freddy's getting breakfast? You know, um, we have a Freddy's with breakfast. The one in Oklahoma City? Yes. Airport. The airport. Uh, airport right. That's, so I read the article yes. and I saw that they're <clears throat> going to start serving breakfast, which makes me ask the question, is Freddy's going to incorporate it? So, you know, a lot of times, you know, as in my current role, I'm not the decision maker in those kind of decisions. Sure. But I will have an opinion on it. Of course. As always. Um, I don't believe so. I think what we do, do what we do, do it great. And go home when we're done. Right. Adding that extra element with, it, especially in today's market, would would be very tough to get people to get to work at four thirty and five a.m. Right. It would change. We're, we're short. 
I think every restaurant in the country is probably short staffed hmm. at a certain number. And you know, we're in a market that we have, um, you know, short 80,000 truck drivers, right? All these other components are going on. Would we add another element? What we do now works. I think we're better served continuing to do a great job and a better job and look for ways to improve with what we're doing. I think it'll be a better result for us. I'm gonna have to book a flight out of Oklahoma City just so I can try the breakfast though. So the uh, best one to get, in my opinion, okay. <laughs> is um, so take a single steak burger with bacon, mm-hmm. add an egg on t- a fried egg on top. Okay, it is to die for. I could just do that here. Just order well, the you burger, could. take it home, and fry up an egg and throw it on. Or bring an egg with you. I'll help you. Call me. Perfect. <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> Perfect. He's gonna hold you too. There you go. His chances are high. <laughs> so um, a friend of mine. Danny Wallace, do you know the name? Yes. Um, he, we got lunch a few weeks ago, and I told him that I had this interview coming up with you, and he mentioned some of your other concepts you're starting to work on. Uh, I know there's at least, what, the barbecue place in Kansas City. Yes. So I want to hear a little bit about some of these other <clears throat> concepts you're working on. Well, it's like I was a little bored. Right. So um, so I'm involved with uh, Molino's Taqueria with uh, three other partners. Love Molino's. And... Um, um, we're trying to figure out if we're trying to find another location to hopefully do another one. Um, and that's going well. The um, barbecue concept's great. So a friend of my uh, sister-in-law's um, is a pit master in Kansas City who um, I've had his food many, many times over the years and I just love his food. I'm, I'm a burnt ends junkie. Sure. And he's great. And uh, Mitch, his name is Mitch Benjamin. And um, Mitch about four years ago came up to me and said, hey, can any ideas or thoughts and so we started talking and put together uh, what we thought would be a group to build a, a, a meet Mitch M-E-A-T Mitch hmm. and we opened up December 28th and we're doing wonderfully I mean we're short staffed so we're only open a limited number of shifts um, <clears throat> hopefully that'll be resolved in the next 30 days but uh, it's doing great and I, I definitely see more uh, meet Mitch barbecues in our future they also we were also awarded um, through another vendor that's going to operate it, the uh, Kansas City Airport barbecue concept. So think about that for Kansas City with all the barbecue concepts. Wow. Uh, Meet Mitch is the one. Wow. That's going to be the permanent barbecue concept. There'll be another one that rotates. And we're very excited about it. But yeah. I, when I go to Kansas City and when I, um, and I'm not involved operationally in that one, really, I'm more strategic. Um, but uh, it's, it's a cool environment. It's at 95th and Mission. Um, and you will just have a wonderful time and, and incredible food. Just incredible. I'll have to, next time I'm up there, my cousin just moved up there recently. I, I don't know if he's tried it yet, so I'll have to ask him. Um, he's a big <clears throat> barbecue guy. So, And what about, um, obviously, your role with Freddy's now is <clears throat> chief experience officer? Yes. So tell us a little bit, kind <clears throat> of, obviously, you're not making the call on breakfast or not, but <laughs> but what is your what is your role now with Freddy's? You know, it, it's kind of interesting. I went from nine direct reports to zero. Okay. Um, and... Everybody, but I'm, I'm a go-getter. I'm not the kind of person that likes to slow down and I don't have to work anymore, but I want to work and I love this brand. I love what we do. I love taking care of our people and our guests. And um, so I'm here to help. I mean, I view my role now as more of a, it's almost like an in-house consultant in some ways. Um, I help construction when they have questions because I have the institutional knowledge of why we did everything. And taking that, whether it's, you know, construction or purchasing or whatever component it is, operations. Um, we have wonderful people that um, that really do incredible jobs. And something, hey, why did we do it this way? And sometimes I'll go, well, there's a big reason to that. Da 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 da. And sometimes I'll go, 
Uh, I don't know. You can change it, and, and it's the right answer. But right. but to know that without having to research, there's value to that. So as long as I had value, I'll hang around, um, and uh, I'm having a blast. I get you know I go out dinner with Chris every now and then, and we talk big picture Freddies and everything. And um, you know we're on an amazing path. I mean we have a concept. The private equity guys, it was great timing for them to buy us. I thought it was good timing for us to sell. Hmm. Um, and I, I think we will definitely, our company is going to you know, double in size. Might be a little longer than five years because of COVID and supply chain, but we're gonna to continue to grow and develop because you know what, just like as passionate as you are, as much as right now you're mad at me for not bringing in double cheeseburgers. I wouldn't, well, I'd be able to eat one. Yeah, there's a lot of people that are the same. I mean, you crave Freddy's. Yeah. And and we have a craveable food and craveable concept and with great hospitality and team members. And, you know, it, it's just so fun to see that and see, you know, the people that started as line cooks that are now franchisees. How cool is that, right? That is cool. We're one of the only industries where someone can start with nothing, mm-hmm. work hard, work smart, and, and move up. And I can I, I can think of three people right now that I know that are, that are franchisees. One owns 14 Freddy's. Wow. And, and started, actually was an assistant manager at Timberline. Wow. Wow. And so these kind of stories, or um, I'm heavily involved in Butler Community College, whether you know that or not. Uh, we're building a, a hospitality center, a culinary center. My next question. Really? Perfect. And, um, awesome. but one of the, one of the um, we have three employees here who worked at Butler. I mean, you went to school at Butler, that whenever I would talk to classes, I would go, um, all right, who are your top two or three students? I would talk to them. One of them is a general manager in one of our Freddies here and killing it. One, Another one sitting right there. Hmm. I mean, we're here to change lives. Right. That makes me really happy. Yeah. That's a great set of stories. <clears throat> Tell us a little bit about this uh, culinary center. So, I had it on my list to talk about. Yeah. So uh, Betsy and I, you know, we're, we're very fortunate with everything that's happened in the sale and everything. And our first thing that we wanted to do was as involve and be able to help people in our industry. Um, I've been on the Butler Hospitality Board for 25 years. I think I'm one of the original members and I don't think there are any other original members on it. Um, But I love watching people that come into uh, an education process and change their lives for the better. And our industry is one that can change lives for the better all the time. So we were cooking in a, um, uh, with a bunch of really, really used equipment and in, in a facility that was mediocre and that's being very kind. <clears throat> so Betsy and I decided we would be the lead gift on um, the, the new Butler Culinary Center and um, we were very excited about it. It's over 8,000 square feet. It's cool. I mean, we're, it's set up, first, we're gonna change the lives of students, right? We're gonna move them forward and we have some great restaurants in Wichita, we need more. Right. So we need to develop the talent internally for people to be in Wichita. Nobody moves from New York City to Wichita to open a restaurant, very rarely. Didn't the guy from First Mile just do that? Maybe you're right. I think you're right. Actually, I'm going there. I'm going there tomorrow night. We went there Sunday. It's pretty I'm, good. I'm excited. Yeah. I might see you there tomorrow yeah. night. Oh, we are. Good. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Uh, so, um, uh, but you know, taking other that, than him. Yes. Yeah, right. Yeah. It's just rare. I mean, we need more opportunity restaurants like that. I mean, right. that, that's a great example, actually. Sure. Um, you know, we have some wonderful restaurants and wonderful restaurant tours. Looking for more. Um, we need to be able to, and it values the students. It also, when you think about all the businesses that are in Wichita, we're, we're a heavy business oriented community. And we also need more options because when you're trying to hire somebody that's living in New York 
getting them to Wichita, Kansas, they're moving here, they're looking at all the amenities we have. Right. And restaurants are a tremendous value to that. So I see the value in that too, and that's one of the reasons we did it. But the uh, Butler uh, Culinary Center is, um, we have it set up with a pastry kitchen and a culinary kitchen. The culinary kitchen, the back wall opens up to the classrooms. All the classroom walls disappear, and it opens up with a, 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 a garage door to a patio and an herb garden. Love so that. if you're holding a function there, you can actually start the function with appetizers on the patio, covered patio, and, and then you move into your tables. And the whole time you're seeing students prepare your food. It was actually an idea that Betsy and I saw when we were at a food and wine festival out of town and all the chefs were on the stage and we go, boy, that is just so cool to have that. And, and now we're gonna have that in South Central Kansas. It's gonna be, in my opinion, one of the best venues in the city. That's awesome. That's so cool. Uh, I was going to say, it sounds a lot like um, my experience. So I'm actually a former hospitality major. I mean, that's that's my undergrad degrees in ah. hospitality management from Oklahoma State. And that's yep. how they do. We had all those walls that would move and go into the kitchen, into the classroom. I've been stuff. there many times. Yeah. So, yep. um, so that's great. That's uh, that, that as a former, well, I'm always a hospitality student. Um, I appreciate that that's going to be a new option here in the Wichita area. Cause it's, it's needed. And I agree with um, it's, it's helping pe- bring people to the, we're known for our restaurants around here. And that's the big reason why we started this podcast and blog. And um, that's why we're, we're glad that you're helped building that up. Yeah. We're excited. And that we have other things that are going to happen after this. We've got, you know, we have a path Yeah, and we're excited to have it occur and, um, and great to help the community. And, you know, when, when one of the students opens their own restaurants, I'm going to call that a win. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Tell, tell me about the National Restaurant Association and your affiliations with that. So the National Restaurant Association is the chief advocate for restaurants in the country. We also have National Restaurant Association Education Foundation, which there's a program called Serve Safe, which you might have participated sure. in. Yep. Um, and we are here to advocate for independent and all restaurants. And uh, it's a great, wonderful organization, a lot of talent. Um, and I've been on the board of that for, uh, I believe eight years, seven years. And, uh, last year I was honored. Um, I was treasurer last year. I'm vice chair this year. Next year I'll be president of that organization. And we advocate for 950,000 restaurants. Used to be a million before the pandemic, by the way. Wow. 50,000 have closed. That one was insane. We're getting, we're getting back, back in Freddy's the Freddy's way. Oh. Let's try it again. The Freddy's, the Freddy's way. way. <laughs> there we go. Perfect. Great, that's awesome. Okay, let's. We're gonna be a little, a little lighthearted here. Yeah. What's your favorite thing on the Freddy's menu to eat? Hmm. So I like spicy. Okay. Um, patty melt, add grilled jalapenos. Whoa! It's so good. Wow. What I mean, a move. and um, but I'm also a number one guy. Yeah. Certain days. Yeah. Um, for sure. Custard, vanilla custard, liquid peanut butter, Reese's pieces, Reese's peanut butter cup. It is to die for. I'm and, have to get that yeah, tonight. yeah it, it is that good and and it's funny because when we have potential franchisees in we do food tastings and do the whole menu um and you know it, it's just we do custard and then I'll, i have one of those made and everybody tries things and then usually someone picks that one up after having all this food and takes it with them in the car <laughs> um our fries are amazing and, and nothing can beat that that our fry flavor and right. crispness and freshness and hot um cheese curds and uh it's fun to dip cheese curds in hot caramel. One of our uh, team members or guests did it first. Someone told me about it. Now I do it all the time. Wow. It is a 
the sweet salty thing yeah. and it is amazing I think yep. I mean I'm just like I said I'm going tonight I think so I gotta start you gonna have, go you want to just go do a food review after this maybe we can do that <laughs> maybe we are we have already given our food, food reviews on, a, on an episode of the Wichita podcast and gave ratings I mean I, I did give a 10 out of 10 so um, yeah but you've never been there with me true you want to try some stuff we'd have fun <laughs> I mean I, <laughs> I'm down for a future uh, uh, hang with you and we could do that if you're open to actually it. I think it'd be a blast I'd be a blast. we'd go to Palazzo because it's a bigger one sure than Rock Road but uh, mm-hmm. it's fun to uh, you know Freddie's from an operator perspective or something of that nature would be fun well, we could do it maybe a revisited blog or, yeah. or a podcast um, this liquid peanut butter is on the menu now yeah, it's, we know. just call it peanut butter, but okay. it, it's a thinner peanut butter, so it mixes into shakes. Peanut butter shakes are great. Peanut butter banana shakes. So you do the vanilla with the peanut butter mix, and then you throw the Reese's pieces and the Reese's. Mix it all together, all, it all, together. all three items. Good Lord. It is, honestly, it's just like. I'm getting it uh, tonight. This sounds so good. So good. Okay, we got to move on because I'm just going to. I'm not even hungry. That's the problem, yeah. but I'm on my way there. This question, I don't, you know, I'm not trying to step on any toes out there, but. What is your favorite other local restaurant in Wichita to eat at? If you had I, to choose one. I have so many friends that own restaurants here. You can give us seven. Okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> or however many you need it, to. We'll make it easy. Yeah. You know, the ones that are, so obviously for, for more upscale dining, um, George's, Chester's, Newport, uh, Yaya's would probably be the four that we go to more, okay. most often. Um, I think they all do a great job. Uh, we're, we're fans of Medi's. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bella Luna is yeah. we're big Bella Luna fans um, I'm trying to think of the other ones that we like um, way too many pizza choices it's hard to pick one sure but uh, but they're great um, I would say that's probably about it those are the good ones okay I dig it I dig it it's an honest yeah. answer yeah. it's an honest answer Some good answers yeah there's a new Freddy's opening in Wichita you want what yeah. Are you that, kidding me? That's the word on the street. They didn't you tell wanna, you. You want to touch on that a little bit? No, I used to know all this stuff. Now right. I don't. <laughs> right. Um, so it's uh, on Amadon and will be opening about April 1st. And uh, it's going to have a little different design to it. So, Interesting. We, so, you know, we have prototypes that we use when we build restaurants. And um, we have a few, well, probably 10 in the country that don't have drive throughs So Amadon will not have a drive through And we've seen tremendous success with restaurants without drive-through as long as we have good brand visibility and parking Um, and this one is designed a little it's a little more custard forward Mm. so it's a test so as franchisor we are we have to test things sure and they don't all work Mm -hmm. what are you gonna do yeah Uh, but but it's our job to test it to try and make our concept better and better Uh, and this one you'll see the toppings are on the front counter versus a back counter and uh, um, we're, we're looking forward to that one opening very cool. Where we are too. Well, I'm sure you can have a dairy-free option because uh, it might be during Lent when it opens. Um, I'm sure we'll get over there at some point. I can change the date of Lent if you need me to. You have to. Wow, yeah. that'd be fantastic. Yeah, I'm here to help. That'd be fantastic. <coughs> Talk with God. He's cool. With yeah, 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 they're boys. I got a special phone. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, um, that's all our questions. You have? Any, that's all my questions. Do you have any questions left? No. This is really fascinating. This has been ton of fun genuinely this is one of my favorite ones we've done yeah this is very cool do you have anything else you'd like to share talk about tell us stories i mean it's it's your floor at this point you know it's just been it's amazing what we've gone through and bill randy and i and we miss bill of course and freddie um but you know what we've gone through has been just a tremendous experience that 
we know is such a rare thing. I mean, when people compare you to Pizza Hut, you're, you get chills down your spine, right? Sure. To the Pizza Hut growth and the teams that did that and, um, you know, the Carney Brothers and um, all the original, you know, folks with that, Jamie Coulter, Ken Wagnon, Bob Geist, all, all those people. It's just amazing to be able to be compared to those folks. We are a cool, we have such a great town and great people here. And, and you know, Wichita, which was supposed to be home for two years, is home <laughs> for life. Love to hear that. We'd love to hear that. Well, thank you so much for coming on and joining us. I guess we came and pestered you in your office. Um, but thank you so much. We really appreciate this. And we're excited you're our first episode. Uh, you did a great job. I know you were nervous ahead of time when I told oh, you just that. so nervous. So nervous. So nervous. But you did a fantastic job. We really appreciate that. And we're looking forward to um, meeting up with you after Lent to yes. have – I will come very hungry. So you just need to have a mobile mic. Okay. And we will start wherever you want to start. We're going to have a blast. I am so excited. I cannot wait. And, and then you're going to go home and – I don't need dinner tonight, honey. I'm okay. No, no. Well, thanks everyone for listening. That was a really great interview, man. We had a lot of fun. Uh, one of the best, arguably the best that we've had. Genuinely. Yes. That was fun. Yes. That was a lo- that was really good. I hope you guys got out of it as much as we did and learned a little bit about Freddy's and kind of where it started. All about the Freddy's way. The Freddy's way, All baby. About it. The one, two, three. Freddy's, Freddy's way. way. We got it We're there. We're getting better. Yeah. Eh little practice that, that that was a b minus but we're b minus is better than what we did in that yeah interview. dude we were doing f's f work it was bad <laughs> absolutely yeah. so thank you everyone for listening get ready for this journey we're taking we're excited to take it with you um 3m6 you can go find us on instagram twitter facebook uh at 3m6 spelled out t-h-r-e-e-y-u-m-s-i-x um you can email us at wichita podcast at gmail.com because we are a wichita podcast affiliated podcast um you can go find our website like i said at the top of the show 3m6.com go check out wichitapodcast.com hit us up special thank you to anna sophia for doing our theme music you can find her on instagram at anna sophia music um we will post in the show notes where you can find her you can find her music on spotify apple everywhere else Uh, go check out her music and also thank you to steven cousin-in-law my boy for coming up with the logo for 3m6 we love you guys we are so excited for this journey we've got some really great stuff coming for you you got anything else anything else you want to say no this is i actually fun. don't have a sign off yet um happy eating what do you think about that i like it we'll stick with it for now maybe it'll change so thank you everyone happy eating go freddy's <laughs>